Does it? If I press it a lot, does it go? That's right. It'll just That's over right. and over again. That's right. You can like pause it if you do it too quick. Oh, wait. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up, bitch! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up, bitch! Batty, yaddy, So. Fancy dots and dozy dots and little lancy divey, a kiddly divey, too, wouldn't you? Yes, fancy dots and dozy dots and little lancy divey, a kiddly divey, too, wouldn't you? Fancy dots and dozy dots and little lancy divey, a kiddly divey, too, wouldn't you? Yes, fancy dots and dozy dots and little lancy divey, too, wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, I've never waited for the entire like, fade out to say something. Like, uh, everyone be quiet, please. Seven days a week. I think we're actually going to, we're, we're going to have a new theme starting this week from now oh. on. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been waiting for this scene for a while. Have Wait, you. this is what you were talking about at the beginning? Yes. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, we got a, we got a treat at the end of this episode. <laughs> we got so many just, just classic scenes. There are so many classic scenes in this episode. I know, it was so crazy. I know that last week I said that the this that first episode of season two is one of my favorite. This one I like more, mm -hmm. but just a little bit because every yeah. scene is used well, mm -hmm. except well, for I didn't see the. I went to the bathroom when we were watching the morgue. Shelly visit seems like nothing happened there. Besides, yeah. Leo's in a coma. All right, sounds good. Yeah, they're like they had to have crying. that closure with her because yeah, she just she got cried. Out of the hospital. She cried. Yeah, yeah, she cries. So that way, she feels like even more of a heartless weirdo when she's making out with Bobby in his car. Well, she ate him. Yeah, she, she said, she said I'm gonna she eat gobble, you up. She said, she said, gobble me, swallow me. Wait, <laughs> that's gross. Gobble me, swallow gobble me, me, drip down the side of me. <laughs> 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 um, oh man! Yeah, I. Uh, but this Still is a great episode. Forever be that. There's probably someone on like what was that app called? Uh, Fiverr, where you can like ask people to like, do oh, things. Yeah. You could probably get someone that sings like Frank Sinatra to sing like really heinous songs. That would be. Awesome. That'd be great. We got to do that. Um, she said, "I'm gonna eat you up, Bobby Briggs." That tied back to the wolf stuff when she had that guy tied up. Audrey? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? I That's know. great. That's I really good. I realized that. Anyways. And if the beat live, you know Lil Juke made it. Yaddy, 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 So, um. This isn't who we are. <laughs> this isn't who we are. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be true to who we are. I don't know. Speak for That's yourself. That's definitely who Shelly is. We should be playing white folk music and or ukulele and that's it <laughs> um we gotta be playing just you that's that it, when, when we were watching that scene i was like this that's is more our speed this is definitely this is our culture our, that's yeah. our who sings culture. that in real life that's that was written by david lynch and angela battle are you for serious that episode. Yeah. no but does um james actually is that him actually singing that that's him actually singing it obviously oh it's like yeah it's, it's pitched up we, we hope i hope um like but said, he performs it live in concert youth like yeah. in his life so that's really funny. Um, 
James looks great this season. Mm-hmm. They he's all glowing. Do. Yeah, he's got like no, a Donna does thick <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> neck. Yeah, he I put on some. He put on some meat. Most of this episode is <laughs> so like meat. pertinent to the main plot and like so pertinent. So to pertinent. Really big things that are going on. Yep. And like kind of expanding that out even like even like Leland gets like involved in this and like Ben and Jerry are dealing with more important things. Yeah. And then it's just kind of funny how it jumps to those three characters, and it's just like, yeah, they're still being losers. Although Leland's kind of treated like the village idiot in this episode. Yeah, I know. He's treated like the village. Uh, Mr. Palmer is just episode. sitting there smiling. He's, He's like, like, I need to like, kill Leland. Me. Yeah, that's right. Or he's Why like, don't you try doing something thing... that you can do like my, my tax, tax returns. returns? Exactly. That's so mean. Hey, those are actually pretty hard. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I used the internet to do that. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Stop disrespecting him. <laughs> um. Leland's hair looks great still. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, great episode all around. I'm excited to talk, to dive into it a little bit deeper. But first, before that, let's say quick. Oh, should we should we head on over to the bookhouse? Let's do let's it. Go to the bookhouse. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> you did that. Right there. Rest in peace to the actor who played Jacques Renault. We should probably know his name. I don't I, know I do know his name. Let me, but I'm gonna have to look it up. Just he will sure. always what do you be mean? Jacques to me. I do know his name, but I'm gonna have to look it up. He will always be Cable Guy from Seinfeld to me. <laughs> oh my gosh, is he in Seinfeld? Yeah, he's the guy that chases <sighs> Kramer across Walter the rooftops. Walter Alkowitz. Yeah. R.I.P. He uh, passed away yesterday. How old was he? He was seventy-two. Oh, he 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 had, a, he he had lived a full life, <clears throat> and he was on Seinfeld and Twin Peaks. Two and he was a big big guy, so he shout lasted out to Sign long. Peaks. Yeah, shout out to, 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 to Sign Peaks. Peaks. Yeah. yeah, big shout out to that Sign Peaks. Um, and he, oh, uh, Kyle MacLachlan is probably going to be in Wisteria. They start filming next month, and we're going there when July. So we're probably going to do. We're, we've been talking in the um, private uh, inside our little percolator. And yeah, we've been talking in our percolator and our percolator <laughs> shareholders. This is meetings. actually being recorded in a percolator <laughs> right now. You guys can't hear the bubbling water. Usually. We're actually fish. Sometimes you can hear <laughs> some water. Yeah, you can hear some water in in this percolator sometimes. But um, wait, that's cute. I just realized that. Yeah. You can actually okay. Anyways, that was not a purpose, but I'm glad that we were able to share this moment yeah, with Brad. You. Brad <laughs> we um, are probably going to be launching a Patreon page towards the middle of this season where we do Patreon only episodes and like maybe exclusive ones early. We record these episodes now like a week before they air, though, so it's not like we can go that much earlier. Yeah. But I think we're going to do a lot of we're going to probably cover most of David Lynch's filmography that will only be on. Um, and we're gonna be, we'll do it the exact same way we do these episodes. So it will be monster episodes, but like mm. for a whole movie. Yeah. And we'll put those on the Patreon page. And we'll have we'll have merch on there and like exclusive stuff and like live feeds. But anyway, we'll probably do an episode with. Um, where's I even going with this? Oh, uh, uh, it, about us going to Snoqualmie mm. this summer because we'll be going in July. Be very cool. So we'll keep you guys updated on that. We're supposed to be ironing out those final details here pretty soon. But um, yeah. Should we should we start talking about this episode? You guys ready to get in there? I have nothing really else ready. ready to talk about. Because it's mm-hmm. a really good episode. It's a really good episode. So let's uh, head on into uh, <clears throat> Twin Peaks there. I'm trembling, James.
times you made you me. Made me. You made me. You made me tremble. Ew, she slapped her. Well, she ran into a wall. And then James like came up behind her and was like, what? what She's what? like, there's no door here. <laughs> stood there. She miscalculated. just ended. She, she miscalculated where the, the stairs were. Oh, crap. It's like, it's like when you're playing sim. video games. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you have to use a lot of effort with it. Harrison, who's played video games like twice yeah. in his life. He's like, it's just like when you it's try just to play like video when games you, in the, in and you the, keep the, running the, the into walls. No, no, no. It's like in um, any Lego Star Wars video game when you try to Move leave like your partner your, and yeah. then it like buzzes yeah. and you're like, <laughs> and it makes you go back. You guys aren't going to believe it when you play the new Lego Star Wars and it lets you split the screen by walking around. <laughs> I knew that actually. Wait, do you have it? It's not out yet. Oh. It got pushed back, didn't it? Probably. Yeah, I think it did. Pauses everything. Did Lego Star Wars get pushed back? <laughs> Last episode, we paused for oh my a gosh. huge discussion <laughs> of PBS and Disney Channel shows. Yeah. Oh, That's and you on yeah. the floor, rolling. Yeah. I R-O-F-L. Still, if I think about that right now, I'm going to start laughing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's the... Albert, Albert Rosenflower. It's, that's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Rosenfeld. It's like the it's part not... in Threat Level Midnight when... Michael yes. shoots oh Toby like point blank oh, in the head. Yes. No, it's, it's far on the way, the Golden Face that shoots ready. him. Oh, blank. that's he's right. Like, yeah. I already Duh. killed one of the hostages, and he's like, nice try, Golden Face. That man was a convicted animal <laughs> rapist. <laughs> 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 By far and away the most expensive shot in the entire film, but it was integral to the plot. <laughs> so, um, I think so. It's actually ironic that we abandoned the Log Lady intro format right mm-hmm. when we probably need it. So, I'm going to read the Log Lady intro for for the listeners at home. I want you to know it was not easy for every week to have those intros ready on hand to mm-hmm. play, and it got really confusing. Um, so there's well, a lot of them. Okay. Also, some of them are just kind of like. I okay. eat pitch gum, and this is yeah. like, I'm going to talk for three gum. minutes about the gum. So the intro for this one is, as above, so below. The human being finds himself or herself in the middle. There is as much space outside the human, proportionately, as inside. Stars, moons, and planets remind us of protons, neutrons, and electrons. Is there a bigger being walking with all the stars within? Does our thinking affect what goes on outside us? And what goes on inside us? I think it does. What does creamed corn figure into the workings of the universe? What really is creamed corn? Is it a symbol for something else? Um, creamed corn. <coughs> well, well, we'll it's a symbol that for American the red property. Room. Yes, it is. Oh. It's a symbol for food I would never eat. Yeah. Sarah hates corn. You hate corn, don't you? Yeah, corn is trash food, and it's only good in popped form. It would be helpful if she had her headphones on to know how loud she's being. Wait, but what about the roasted corn? corn? Kind of like funny. roasted. I hate corn. all corn. It's ah. for peasants. You know, they give you that stupid corn in the school cafeteria lunchroom. You just don't. Okay, that stuff's that. gross. But like elote. Like, no, I don't like want about? any kind of corn. Is that the corn in Natural Libre? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It has like Get the young That was the look that corn that Kenna corn. Corn that Kenna had on, Isn't on her face. Corn when... also a screamo band? Yes, K-O-R-N. but with a K. Creamed corn. I hope not. Cream creaming them. Eric Clapton and corn join forces. <laughs> oh no. Okay. <laughs> Let's get in here. So During breakfast, Cooper explains Buddhist Tibetan traditions and history to an uninterested Albert. <laughs> Albert tells him the results of Jacques Renault's autopsy and states that Jacques was snuffed with a pillow. Snuffed? Snuffed. What does he say? He's like, 
Oh my gosh, I can't remember. He's like, well, if the Dalai Lama met Ho 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 or something. Yeah, right? yeah, the Kingdom Ho Ho. Yeah. He, yeah. So stupid. The killer wore gloves, and the tape used to bind his wrists was stolen from a hospital supply cabinet. Also, it's I think it's important to note that there's a barbershop quartet, like right war- behind warming them. up behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, Albert says the mill fire was arson, with Leo Johnson being the prime suspect. Albert then reports that Wyndham Earl, Cooper's former partner in the FBI, who was institutionalized, has vanished into thin air. Hey, it's important to... Yeah. Out. And then the last sentence of this paragraph is an Asian man reads the paper and watches Cooper intently. Oh my goodness. That 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 dolly. They could have just said a mysterious him. man yeah, watching an Asian man. Although like it's kind of integral, but we'll we'll get it, to that. Basi- also I like how the preview for this episode was basically just that one scene of Lucy giving the details to Cooper from last episode. Mm-hmm. That was super oh, it was convenient very nice. for them to This is the best recap well. of the whole thing. It was also a lot of that nightmare and a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. Two crazy nightmares. We in are this. full tilt weird. I want to say now, also this is full tilt weird for Kenna's now. information. Like as far as like dream stuff goes or like creepy, spooky, whatever, you got like all of it in yeah. the first in- this episode and the last episode. Like you don't know what those details mean yet because there is like more that's explained. But like, it's the reason one of the reasons why the show is so like terrifying sometimes is because it's like every piece of the puzzle was in those two dreams. Yeah. And you're seeing yeah. them and you don't know what it means. And that's what makes you feel like I should have known this all along. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, they, they give you everything. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're like, how did I? Okay. Yeah. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. This is my, really this cool. is my favorite era of Twin Peaks. It's just yeah. so perfect. It's okay. so cool. Donna carries a tray of food. We're to... off on a very bad foot. On... <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Donna carries a tray of food to the bedridden Mrs. Tremond. A the the sentence is written A A little boy. <clears throat> a A little boy? Because Wrote there's this. a link in a little boy so that you can click on it. He has his own oh, page. Like a footnote. But it's, yeah, it's like hey, it's a hilarious. little little boy. Wearing a jacket and bow tie sits near the door and makes creamed corn disappear from the food tray and appear in his hands. There's a lot that happens that's in between this two. I know. Lines. I was about to there's say a, that's, that's like so There's vague. a little boy in the corner who makes cream corn disappear. <laughs> it's like, that's not exactly like, what happens. It doesn't say that he like is doing that right now. No. But that's what he and is. He, he's that's a little boy who makes cream corn disappear. Yeah. That's who he is. He's been working on magic and he got good quick. Oh, he's good at magic. Hey, yeah. there's a little boy over there. He's a he, the little boy in the corner. He's the little boy who makes cream corn disappear. <laughs> I think it would have ah, been funny. Ah, the cream corn disappearing little boy. <laughs> mm. I think it would have been funny if after Donna left, he looked at the woman and was like, no tip. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that and really like. No tip. Cool. That's nice. So Thanks he, a lot. It's just like, you totally ruined my trick. <laughs> yeah. So she, Donna comes in, sits down, talks to Mrs. Tremont. Mrs. Tremont's like. Creamed corn? Does that look like creamed corn on that plate? And Donna's like, she's like yeah. yeah. And then she's like, I asked for no cream corn, or I didn't ask for, or something like that. She's I like, basically, she didn't. Requested. I, I, I specifically asked I for specifically no cream corn. I specifically literally asked. I told you no cream corn. <laughs> this is so crazy because I know I specifically asked you for no cream corn. <laughs> cream corn. This isn't funny to anyone. <laughs> it's not. So then, uh, <clears throat> then she looks back and she's like, does it look like there's cream corn on that plate? It's, it's almost gone. like, she, and then Donna's like, no. And then she quickly looks at the little boy who has it in his hands, mm-hmm. which can I just tell you something right now? Mm-hmm. I, w- I never 
ever want to hold cream corn in my hands. Oh. That sounds like, that, that ruins my afternoon. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> For those of you at home, Sarah just demonstrated gobbling cream corn out of your bare hands. <laughs> Repulsive. That With was like she, no, she was like motorboating <laughs> like <laughs> the cream corn. She's just getting everywhere. So it appears in the little boy's hands. Don's like, I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a straw, one of those big boba straws. Uh, <laughs> why is that so gross? <laughs> boba, but it's got cream corn. It's like the like the chunks coming. Like Boba but make it cream corn. It's a lot cheaper if you just do corn. <laughs> <laughs> that Boba stuff's hey, pretty you want, expensive. You want some cr- corn tea? Oh, no. Okay. There's actually such a thing as corn tea. It is. So then M- Mrs. Tremont says, my grandson is studying magic. So that's her grandson. It's really funny because old ladies have this thing where they want to talk about their grandchildren. They want to talk about I went to a, I'm, this is hilarious. This happened like two days ago. We went to a board game store. That tells you the kind of person I am. And... Boarding. We open the door for this woman who's coming through. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what happened at all. We're walking in. She's walking behind us. She's not even going in the store. And she, like, stops. She's like, they got crazy stuff in there. And we're like, yeah, a lot of games and stuff. She's like, my grandson loves games. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's nice. Because that's all they have left. Like, They're like, please talk to me. Like, so I know. It's sad. They want to be hip and cool. We, First we, you we talk, have. then it's foot rubs at 12 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? That was Sarah on every first date. First we talk, and then it's foot rubs at 12 a.m. <laughs> Which, by the way, 12 a.m. would be midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like such a dork. <laughs> Which, by the way, actually, actually by the way, 12 a.m. is ish, we actually would be midnight. <laughs> actually, her name is Cream On. Okay, so then. It's just funny because she's like, I didn't want cream corn. My grandson can do magic. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> that, she, it, her inner monologue is that cream corn line must have really turned her off. How I got it? a hook to get her back in. <laughs> I My have a grandson. Really and he's good. cool as hell. Yeah, he's really good at magic. <laughs> so then, uh, Mrs. Tree denies knowing Laura well. She suggests that she ask Mr. Smith next door. The boy says, Jaune ame solitaire. Solitaire. And Donna goes next door and knocks the dumb French garbage. It says, it means I have a lonely soul. No one would have known that. That's cool, though. Back in 1991, you would have just lived in mystery. Yeah, back when you're like European garbage, that kid is speaking Latin. That's a spell, and you need to rub it. Yeah. Just yeah. I wonder when. Yeah. Do Do you guys think that kid's twelve or eleven yet? Why? Do you think he's got his liar to the Hogwarts yet? Stop. <laughs> like, no, sorry. The owls are not. The owls are not what they seem. Oh frick! Dude, J.K. Rowling ripped off David Lynch. Okay. So Who didn't rip off David Lynch at this point? Willie, I'm serious. <laughs> Imagine trying to capitalize off of that man. Jeez, no one can. That's the thing. Is like no one can make do we're, it the way he we're can. We're doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we are giving credit. In Ronette's room, back at the hospital, Harry and Cooper read the instructions before adjusting the stools oh and sit gosh. next to Ronette's bed. That is amazing. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's it takes so much time. It's spectacular. It's great. It it's it's crazy that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people that can be really dramatic, and stuff, and that's like that's skills, but to be like hilarious. And be able to do comedic stuff and then also Dude. be able to do dramatic stuff convincingly. Yeah. 
That's like Europe. That was moving into Philips one of Hoffman land. That was one of the. That's true. Yeah. The range because that showed for the first time Michael Ankeen playing the straight man. Yeah, and killing it. Yeah, because he spins his chair around and then he kneels down and he just reads the instructions. It like yeah. he's not. He's taking his time with all of it. it also, Ronette's just like. She, awake <laughs> sitting there just like she's like I can't wait to yell train seven times <laughs> <laughs> wait but did you guys like watch Cooper's face as all of this is happening yeah he knows he knows how dumb it is yeah. he's just like <laughs> it's amazing yeah he's embarrassed uh, it reminded me of Peter Parker trying to shove all the brooms in the closet oh it's my right, right before pizza time it, especially <laughs> yeah. in the extended in the extended cut of that movie where it's like 10 minutes long Seriously? yeah that's, that's so it funny it takes that so long he's like you watch the extended cut of that I believe in Sam Raimi's vision. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ronette denies that Leo was the man that hurt her. And when Cooper shows her the sketch it's of It's not a Bob, very good drawing of Leo, so she's like, I have no damn so idea who that is. That was, I, who I did like I that say drawing. that that looked that like? I don't oh, it, it's, it's, that, that, that drawing is not Leo. That drawing is Ewan McGregor in Trainspotting. Oh, yeah, he looks like a video game character. Yeah, it's, there's, that's not Leo Johnson at all. I think that getting the ponytail in there might have helped. drawings are made by the same people, oh, the guy that drew the drawing of Bob and the guy that drew the drawing of Leo. He really killed it on one of those. Do you, know, <laughs> do you know who drew the drawing of Bob? No. Andy. Really? Yeah. When uh, when Mrs. Palmer oh, is describing yeah, it, he's yeah. the one that's like. Yeah, no, I remember now. And like in real I mean, life. I'm curious as to who actually drew that drawing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet you it's <coughs> D. Lynch. Yeah. I guarantee crazy. you. There's a scene in um, The Return where David Lynch's character is drawing and you just watch him drawing for a while. And he's incredible hmm. at drawing. So wasn't that what he wanted to do first? Actually, he wanted to be a painter. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, and then still he saw one realm. of his paintings cool. move while he was looking at it. He was like, "Oh, oh what if I can make this move?" And then he did, and then it was just like green lights. Did you make that up? No, I'm not. Okay, I've read I've read it's that really cool, that though. story like ten times, in like four different books. I saw the paintings move. I saw them move myself. I guess that's what effing movies are. <laughs> Cooper shows her the sketch of Bob. Ronette reacts. Violently. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know she why. Starts shouting out her favorite Drive! band from the early 2000s. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wait, are they the one that did? No, they didn't do Hey In the Delilah. deleted they scenes, did. she goes, Drops of Jupiter. Hey, oh, yeah. hey, hey, hey. That's what she starts saying. That? that song is, is linked is with Avatar for me. Um, have you guys seen? What? <laughs> because these have those LG 3D TV commercials with Avatar on it, and that song would be playing oh, over it. No. I was like, oh no, my pop culture mind. These have are going to be fused seen forever. The SNL skit where it's a woman's dying and it's her last words, and he's like, like she's like, she's sitting there. She's like, she's like, she's not doing well. Like everybody, get in here. And she's like, couldn't make it as a blind man. It's <laughs> 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 like I can't remember what. It's just the part from Nickelback, and then she dies, and then they're like, what happened? And the nurse is like. I don't know, but she said something really cool before she died. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is so funny. It's a great skit idea. Yeah. That's so amazing. Funny. So, Ra- so Ronette- I've never heard anything that cool before. <laughs> Ronette-, Ronette starts freaking out and yelling, train, when she sees a sketch of Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, Drops of Jupiter in <laughs> She would have gotten to that, but they wasted Tell so much time me. with the chairs they didn't have time. Speaking of she re- said across the okay, sun. Right, oh my gosh, I didn't know these lyrics. Did you make it to the Milky Way? Okay, oh so my gosh. We actually You're outing have yourself a show right from <laughs> the band Train. Right now. We, we actually, yeah, I was say, we actually to... have a musical guest, guys. Train, come on in. Oh no, um, I'm so starting to wear jeans and sandals Choo-choo. at the same time. <laughs> So speaking Nobody of ridiculous, I got you. <laughs> okay. Speaking of ridiculous, train, come in. Speaking of <laughs> train, come on, in, please. 
Speaking of ridiculous white men, Jerry and Ben debate the merits of burning the real or the fake ledger and decide to toast marshmallows instead. Hmm. That is the synthesis of that scene. Yeah, They're just like, scene. if this happens, we need this ledger. If this happens, we need that ledger. I think keeping both ledgers is brilliant. And then yeah. if it life forces you to need one, I you know. burn the it's other. It's so stupid. He's like, well, we have to burn something. And it's like, no, you don't. Yeah. You don't have to do that at no. all. You're a fool. You have you did you own everything in the city and you're a boob? And you're like, yeah. You know what that's from? iCarly. That's also from <laughs> that's also from Ben Horn saying yeah. I want it to say uh, arson at the mill, not weenie roast in the woods. Yeah. Everything is tying that together with me, iCarly he's doing the headlines because like, not weenie roast in the woods. That reminds me of the feet. What? There's just so many feet. Oh, and there's also feet in iCarly a lot because oh, Schneider we're getting some creep. water in the percolator. Um, <laughs> I that's hilarious because it reminded me Splish, of when Michael we'll Scott is like. He's like, Dunder Mifflin scores high in customer service. Some companies still know how customer service is done. He's like, that's the headline. It's like so stupid. I can't remember. At the Double R Diner, Andy has trouble taping the sketch of Bob captioned, have you seen this man? To the front door. The log lady enters and sits at the counter next to Major Briggs. Um, yeah. Okay, this is, yeah. Wait, I, I thought that it kind of skipped a, oh, never mind. Never mind. Norma asks the log lady to spit her gum in an ashtray rather than on the counter like she did last episode. The log lady's a bit of a punk. She mm -hmm. do be. I bet you she she likes Black Flag. She's hitting on married men. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. She is a, a she huge follower to... and fan of Henry Rollins, and she's tried to model her life after the same kind of anarchistic lifestyle. And intense interview subject. Yes. She listens to Death Grips. Yeah, she totally listens <laughs> to Death Grips. And she's divided on the most recent album. <laughs> The log lady tells the major that her log has something to tell him, and it's deliver the message is what the log wants to tell him. The major says he understands. It's a dope, it's a dope moment, dope Very scene. Cool. Um, at the sheriff's office, Andy tells Lucy that when he had applied as a donor, this is the greatest scene of all time. We laughed so hard at this the first time we saw it. When he had applied as a donor to the T Tacoma Sperm <laughs> Bank. I love it. He's like, because it's my civic duty. Because it's my civic duty. And I also like whales. <laughs> and I also like whales. <laughs> I thought I could take a bath. Uh, and, and, and they Sorry. told him he was sterile and could never have babies. So he's now like, he wants to yeah, know why I thought Lucy. that meant that I, I didn't couldn't need have to take, take a bath. bath. I didn't need to take a bath. <laughs> I love that that's, that's, it's just, it's brilliant. Because it I like whales. And now he wants to know why Lucy... And I was Lucy... excited when I heard I didn't need to take a bath because it fits my rugged exterior. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's like, artist. Lucy, how are you going to have one? Yeah. Like, why and how are you having one? Um, and then in the sheriff's office, Truman has Hank sign in and tells him to keep his nose clean for another week. So um, is, is Hank... Lucy a also addict? slams the door oh. on Andy. He rips... She rips she, yeah, the tape off his face. Douche. Like, why didn't she just give him answers? Like... He She's deserves like, yeah, that. I'm sleeping with multiple men, and I never told you, but you're the asshole with tape on his I forehead. I think it's because Lucy is the most complex character. What's that for? I only want to say, I only want to say someone? to Kenna <laughs> and our listeners who haven't seen Twin Peaks before that we're about to get introduced to an incredible character pretty I, soon. I have a question. You got personal business. Wait, that wasn't the one I wanted. But that's okay. <laughs> Um, that one works though. Yeah. Here's my question. <laughs> Did we talk about is... the the wanted posters of Bob? What about of them? the drawing? Did has Leland seen this yet? Did we talk about that or did we miss it? No, we haven't gotten to that part yet. Okay. 
Yeah. Whoops. That part's free. Whoops a daisy. I hope that no one's listening to this and watching. Okay, wait, wait. They finished talking about this scene. Right, I'll watch the right. next scene. And yeah. then now I listen to what they say. I know. I'm not worried. <laughs> that one listener we have is like, you know these what? guys. I'm not I actually listening don't more. watch the show. I just listen to what you say. <laughs> At the. If someone listens, this is how they experience Twin Peaks. Is like, I just want to hear that what them tell me what yeah, happens. Tell me what happens. I'll get the idea. I don't um, think they're gonna get the idea from this awful. ragtag bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> ragtag bunch so, of kids. So Hank, coke addict. Yes, no. Uh, Hank is a loser. Well, I think he's probably doing something. I mean, because he truly looks... tells him to keep his nose clean. Oh yeah. And we know that Hank was part of the drug trade and beforehand. And your feet. But he... or, for later. Or brown oh, nosing. Gross. Oh, do you really think that that's a, that could be a good alternative? But here's the thing: Hank was part of the drug trade before he went to jail. He didn't go to jail for that. He went to jail for vehicular manslaughter. Was he inebriated? Could it be he was a double entendre? I don't know what that word actually means, but I. But I cool. think you're right. I think it could be. A double it's entendre. from a song, actually. Double entendre. I was in AP Ling, so um, actually, actually, that would be midnight. Um. After Hank Actually? leaves, don't Truman don't tells... Don't touch me. I can... Stop, Brad! I was saying I can hear. Gross. <laughs> I'm right. Double entendre is applicable to the situation. Okay. Yeah, we, we told you it was. No, why is, no, no, no. Why is half your headphone in your pocket? Boido. Truman tells Cooper <laughs> he and Hank grew up together and that Hank used to be a bookhouse boy, one of the best. I think, mm. I think he said this before. Maybe. Ben Horn phones and reports that Audrey has been missing for two days. And Cooper is like... We had a woman murdered a week ago. And he's like, I don't care about that case anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I no I longer have, feel the I have a new in my priority. Yeah. Talking about all these plot points right now is getting me so excited for the next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. We are in such a good spot right now. Jerry brings the unsigned insurance policy to Ben and explains that Catherine would not sign it because of concerns about the beneficiary beneficiary being Josie. Beneficiary? Who is also missing now. Yes, Josie's in Seattle, apparently. Hmm. They decide to call the Icelanders, and Leland enters. Einar tells Ben that Leland had called to tell him about the fire, and Ben and Jerry calm the concerned Einar down. Ben suggests that Leland can find his activities to preparing his tax return. <laughs> Leland then sees a copy, of, which actually would make sense because this is all taking place in March. Mm-hmm. Leland then sees a copy of the sketch. Actually, it would be midnight. Uh, Leland <laughs> then sees a copy of the sketch of Bob and says that he knows the man and as the man who lived next door to his grandfather's summer house at Pearl Lakes <clears throat> when Leland was a little boy. Oosh. Yeah. Leland leaves to tell the sheriff. Ben asks Jerry to kill Leland. It's an intense moment. Yeah. But wait, what time of the, what time of the day is this happening? Um. It's a stick up, no more makeup. Get that ass on the floor, ladies. Put your lipstick up. Double entendre, double entendre. I'm glad. Okay, okay. I'm glad that music has. It's going down for real, <laughs> I'm glad that music has taught you about linguistics. <laughs> I've never enjoyed that song. It's a good workout song. That's a good song. Sometimes it's it's going down for real. (laughs) And you need a song for that. And in this episode, it definitely went down for real. I like to think of Flo Rida with, Flo Rida, sorry, with like a notepad. You just dropped You just dropped the Dropped the hard R on Flo Rida. I like to think of Flo Rida with a notepad and a pen and just like late at night, just like at a desk. Double entendre. It's going down for, no, no, no. No, no, no. 
Yeah. It's going down. It's going up for no, 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 no. <laughs> like doing some pacing, making some coffee, drinking it, like reading some books. He sees like, a bird it's going fly down by. for real. For real. <laughs> for real. So at can the hospital, you, can you find my whistle? No. <laughs> <laughs> at the hospital, Doctor Hayward. Blow my whistle, baby. <laughs> Kiss me through the phone. That's a completely different. <laughs> I know, it, I know. It, it, that's Soldier Boy, right? <laughs> I yeah. I think. I was... Welcome to my house. <laughs> At the hospital, Doctor Hayward shows Leo <clears throat> to Shelly, 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 and tells her there's possible brain damage. But and Shelly goes, very far away "Wasn't there already?" She smells really bad. <laughs> yeah, because she hasn't showered He's in like, months. Possible brain. <laughs> Possible brain damage. Shelly, excuse me, but I'm a doctor and you are stinky. You need to stop and washing you yourself in the sink. It, wait, bring Shelly close to him. Maybe he'll wake up from the, from the smelling I think, I think she actually was like, um, I don't think that's Leo. I'm pretty sure that's Chubby Ben Shapiro. I never caught that the bullet landed in his spine and they don't know if he's going to be like... Yeah, able um, to walk. Yeah, I never caught that. And then... This Shelley, man has been shot so many times. I, but he kind of sucks. Like, I don't, do you feel like I feel like it's necessary? I don't know if it's necessary. But <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, no. he's not saying that he should be dead. He's the character who's had been. the worst. He gains consciousness week. for like forty minutes and gets shot <clears> again. <throat> yeah, this is happening in the span of like a week. He's been shot. He also tried to light Shelly on fire. So that was that's pretty. pretty yeah, beats her with a sock. He right? tried to kill Bobby with an axe. No. He is horrible. Which, and according to Ken, is a dope way to kill I don't someone. know if I it am at liberty is. to say that there are people who deserve to be disabled. So <laughs> that's why I'm saying I don't know if Leo deserves to be paralyzed. She All just right. said shot. She didn't go into details. Right? Huh? I mean, you don't even know what kind of shot I mean. Like, shots, 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 shots. You know. Like everybody! <laughs> you know. Everybody. <laughs> um... Shelly asked if he is a vegetable, which honestly we need vegetable. to find a vegetable. We need to find a better word for calling someone who's in like a in like I know. A bad state. Well, like, why not a, a vegetable? That's messed up. Sarah, why not a fruit? Because I think Albert's Fruits are yummy. And I think full of yummy. Flavor. No, 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 no. It's because Albert <laughs> vegetables are gross. It's because why? Albert is already picking up his teeth five blocks up on Queer, Queer Street, Street, which is where you would call someone a fruit. Why nothing? Oh, yeah. Nothing is okay. Why not a fruit? So. It, it's, it says Shelly went better than a vegetable. That's one step better than a vegetable. <laughs> it says Shelly asks Dr. Hayward if he is a vegetable, and he does not deny it. Yeah. Shelly cries. Dr. Hayward's just like, Shelly cries. I'm not going to respond to that. And, and do you think she's crying because he's a vegetable, or do you think she's crying because she's like, I he's not dead? <laughs> like, I'm serious. I don't know, because she hates I don't know. him. It's, I think she's just in it shock. It seems like an act because she immediately goes from this to Bobby to wanting to eat him. Yeah, I've never I've it's never been... It's very traumatic. I don't know what it would be like to marry a man and then have him beat you and then shoot I was him say, I've and never, then him not die and I've, then him get shot yeah. by another I don't, man yeah, I don't he really, was trying to kill your boyfriend I've, and then maybe get paralyzed. I've never been in this... After he tried to light you on fire and also burn down a mill while you were inside of it. I've never found... I've never been in this, found myself in this situation in a kind of relationship like this, thankfully. So you're getting there. Yeah, yeah. Just we're, wait a couple we're, years. We're, we're, we've been trying. So Lucy, Sarah starts to take off her sock and fill it with heavy things. <laughs> it's, a, but it's like one of those really small socks. Where's my it, shirt? It's an, <laughs> it's an ankle shirt. My favorite sock. shirt, Harrison. <laughs> Lucy receives a call for the sheriff from someone who will not give his name. She tells the caller she cannot connect him unless he tells her his name and then hangs up. How do you I think he was like on the other side? He was like, 
Yeah, I don't think that's gonna I'm happen. I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you my name. What's your name? I'll never tell. <laughs> he's like, he's like little poopy bum. I. He's like, my name is. <laughs> I have a theory of who it is. I'm sorry, I need you to tell me my name. I have a theory of who it is, but I, I'm not I sure. I think that it was Major Briggs. I thought it was the one-armed man. Oh. Oh wait, no, it's not Major Briggs because he was trying to get the sheriff, not Cooper. He's trying to, to Cooper, not to the sheriff. Not Major Briggs. Yeah, I think it's the one-armed man. Could be Leland. Who we see Leland left it on like, the side of a at, toilet in the preview for this episode. It's so, like funny. it's so funny watching a man missing an arm struggle to be on a toilet. That <laughs> image is hilarious. We've been really ableist. Yeah. yeah. Episode. Brad and or Brad and we. I'm I'm roping you. Brad. All Brad it. jokes. Ken is on, honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think it's the one-armed man. Mm. Here's my question. Leland said I need to go tell Sheriff Truman at like 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Mm. We, this episode goes till the end of the day. Yeah. Was he like, I need to go tell Sheriff Truman, ah, but uh, a nap can do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'll just go home real quick. Um, so then at One-Eyed Jacks, Audrey intercepts a girl carrying ice to Emery Battis, who is lying inverted on a chase lounge with ankles and wrists bound while another girl pushes a vacuum cleaner. The only time this writer gets very specific about details <laughs> is when a man's dying. Yeah. yeah. Audrey signals the girl to leave and then unplugs a vacuum and, un- and wraps the cord around his neck. She threatens to reveal all about Emery, Laura, and Ronette to her father. And apparently the woman who brings ice for this man's crotch is usually known as Mr. What did he say? Frosty. I think I think he was calling the ice Frosty. I don't know. But he just like that's got a good, used that's to a good debate. That. That's, that's a good hilarious. debate. That's a yeah, that's we'll have to return Frosty. to that. Frosty. She He's really into non living objects like vacuums. Yes, and that's ice. true. Um, Emery admits not working a bad thing to get for off the to. owner. Honestly, you're not yeah. really hurting people by yeah. getting off to non-living things. That's true. You're not hurting anyone. Unless it's a corpse. Unless, like... Okay. <laughs> Shut up, bitch! I think I've made a valid point. I think you did make a valid point. But it's always appropriate to make beaker noises. Emery admits <laughs> working for the owner of One-Eyed Jacks, her father, and recruiting Laura and Ronette. He says Laura came there one weekend but was using drugs and they threw her out. She's going Wonder Woman on his ass. She's got yeah. him in the lasso of truth. Yeah, that's just true. Like, I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, it's that's gross. Fine. I love Western things. Um, the lasso. He, he says her Western father. Things. Uh, yeah. The lasso. By the way, the listeners, spankings. McKenna is looking for any, someone, oh, anyone who's into cattle. Anyone who's into cattle, <laughs> It's free. actually true. She also wants to know where that vacuuming girl's outfit Not is from. Not that in the cattle. But like kind of into like cattle. into cattle, but like like an Orville Peck kind of. You can thing. talk about like you're not that. You can talk about cattle. other things besides cattle, but like if cattle comes up organically, you it's will welcome. definitely be able to. And yeah. If organic cattle comes up organically, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I got some uh, well-fed uh, cattle. I don't know what to tell you, Ken. But <laughs> I, I got some synthetic <laughs> cattle back at the ranch. She'll let you eat corn out of her hands if you're into cattle. Basically, yeah. is what we're saying. This is facts. I don't know why you guys are joking. Or out of my. <laughs> So she she has the cor- cor- like the cream corn in her hands, puts it in his hands, and the ter- plugs a vacuum in, and she's like, "Here we go, here we go." And he's so it like a cow. So he says that her father Laura, he huh? says that her, her father, father saw Laura. Laura there. My father Laura. <laughs> he says her father saw Laura. Me and there, my husband Mary. And they, he makes it his business to entertain all the girls. He says Laura knew Ben Horn owned One Eyed Jacks, and that Laura always got her way, just she said like she Audrey. She was only there for a weekend. The line Audrey Horn, I'm, I, I am Audrey Horn. I always get what I want, awesome. or I get what I not always, but I get what I want is. She's like not always. Amazing. Not always. Oh. Not always. There's a certain man. Yeah, I'm who, still working on it. Yeah, but I will get it. But I could most of the time. 
Like right now is one of those situations where I get what I want. Not every time. I can't say every time because there's been times where I haven't got what I wanted. But right now, kind of, yeah. And Emery's just like, I'm That fo- was the I'm original following. line. Yeah, he's like, I'm no, following. I understand. No, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take the blindfold off? Um, in the evening, Bobby and Shelly sit in his dad's car. He tells her that Leo gets a disability check as long as he is out of prison. And he gets over $5,000 a month, but only if he is home. Um... It doesn't say it in here, but Bobby's basically saying, like, Shelly, don't tell the police anything. Let him come home so we can get these disability Truckers checks. have great benefits, if that's yeah. the case. I don't know what is giving him this. I know. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. And then anything else you want to add to that scene? What was going on there? Oh, um, gobble, gobble. That's what happens at the end of it. Huh? She says she's going to eat him. Yeah. They then talk about being together. And it's 12 a.m., which is actually midnight. Actually midnight. At the, it's at, actually midnight. So it's nighttime <laughs> Which is now. Pretty late. That's but we late. That's actually have time. a lot uh, that happens at night. So first of all, Cooper tells Diane about being troubled because of Wyndham Earl's disappearance and also because of Audrey's absence he touches says, him. Yeah, he says, uh, I find myself not thinking about the details of the case or clues, but of the context, context of, of her, her smile. Yeah, smile. <laughs> of her breath. Of her breath. Of her hell smile. smile. Her ass smile. <laughs> You're dumb. Um, Which is so cute, though. It's very cute. Yeah. It's kind of disgusting. If I knew a guy who was that old, who was that infatuated with a high school, he's like twenty five. Like, he's not that old. Have you seen Audrey Horn? Like, she I feel like high school. No, she's eighteen. Really. She's eighteen. That doesn't. It's okay. creepy. I would be like, dude, you gotta stop. Whatever. If he was my roommate, okay, you'd be surprised at how often that happens. You though. like to rob yeah. little cradles. Chris like Delia. you go inside orphanages. R. Kelly. I'm saying like within. The Santa Claus and Elf, yeah, one and the same. Right, so he's twenty five. Wait, let me actually. The baby came out of the crib into Santa's bag. He took it, nonetheless. <laughs> okay, we're gonna figure out. Agent Santa Cooper knows first. a lot of things. And he knows that was everything. kidnapping. That was creepy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I thought that was a song again. What? I'm saying that if he was my roommate, I'd be like, dude. You oh, what the heck? What? That that can't be. What? What? Yeah, what's the age disparity between these two? He that's did not, okay, twice. Okay, th- that that but that that's not what it's, I've read elsewhere. There's a lot of inconsistencies in some Twin Peaks stuff. It says that he's 35 at this point, mm-hmm. which Kyle McLaughlin wasn't even that old at this point. Well, look up Kyle McLaughlin's birthday. Oh my gosh, they're probably pretty close in age Kyle. in real life. They are. Caillou McLaughlin. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin was 30 when they filmed this. Mm. I'm going to... Cheryl and Fenn, you're next. She was probably like 25. 22? She was um, 26. Okay. So in real life, not creepy. Nope. But please don't advocate for 25-year-old men or 35-year-old men dating high schoolers. That's exactly what you're doing, actually. No! You're saying it's not weird. It's hey, cool. It's cool. Well, he's not being no like all lovey-dovey. Number. He's just like 
It's a nice smile. Like, hey, also, he's the one who's been telling her to put her clothes back on it. Yeah, he has been. He can so be like, "Hey, she's she's pretty, but I ain't gonna tap that." He's you know the, what I mean? Like, oh my god! He's the one Sarah, who went no. and he's the one who went and ate a whole raw potato <laughs> and made her put her clothes on. What? <laughs> At night, Cooper tells Diane about being. Can you tra- hear that story? Oh my god! We'll, we'll return to it later. Okay, I'll tell you afterward. Major Briggs visits and tells him that he has a message for him. He explains that his work includes maintenance of deep space monitors aimed at distant galaxies and they routinely receive communications that are gibberish and noise. Or, quote unquote, space garbage. He did say space yeah. garbage. <laughs> Among these... doesn't seem like he understands space at all. He's like, I no. really don't know what the hell I do. I don't know what I'm doing. I get these little papers and they say nothing on them all the time. But now they say something. Among these was one clear message that came in late Thursday night or early Friday about the time Cooper was shot. He notes, he notes, period. The message was, the owls, owls are, are not, not what, what they, they seem. seem. When Cooper asks how he knew it was for him, the major shows him another message that came in later. Cooper reported three times. It's almost like he's like, do you want to explain this to me? He's like, Cooper. 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 You want to tell me why that happened? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to explain yourself? How did that get there? <laughs> you sound like, like a teacher. In Ferris I know. Yeah. I was going to say. At the Hayward home, James, Maddie, and Donna record a song. Uh, uh. Donna <laughs> notices James and Maddie looking at each other and runs out of the room upset. And she runs into a wall because she thinks there's a door. And then James She's corners trapped. her. And then, and then Maddie's just... Just like, okay. kind of like, you know, I don't have, there's no so cell phone. I, I can't just like go on Instagram. We were making just... eye contact. I was starting to, and then they ran away. Yeah, she's like, I'm just left and here. Donna, as Is there anyone earlier. else here who could maybe comfort me? She said that out loud. Excuse me, Mr. Hayward. And she got what no, no, she no, wanted. She like, no. Excuse me, Mr. Bob. Your wife is. If a phone call comes for Donna from Hay- Harold Smith, dude, Again, with Mrs. Hayward and, and Ben Shapiro <laughs> and <laughs> Leo. A phone call comes for Donna. Meant to be. A phone call comes for Donna from Harold Smith as Maddie has a vision of Bob coming over the couch towards her. The most terrifying thing ever. We watched this during the day and this is the most scary. We watched this during the day. I'm serious. It's like there's actually light in this room. Well, him, in him the coming room. straight so, for the camera is what Kenna just said. His smile is yeah. terrifying. What Kenna just said is me when I'm at home. Um, and I see an episode of Reading Rainbow, and I explain to my mom that we watched this during the day at school. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. So this causes her to scream. James and Donna go to her, but there's nothing there. I'm so sorry, Maddie's like starting to have some right serious now. Sarah Palmer stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I wanna, I wanna ask. We're gonna take a quick, quick, let's just, quick little let's go analysis else, explanation. Please. I want you guys to tell me your critique of the performance wait we're doing this during... i want to know i like the, yeah. the sitting positions honestly sitting on the floor okay no, no 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 james has one knee on the I'm floor just about to say. but both butt cheeks in a chair yeah. well, that's because he's stacked baby he's a thickums and that's a low chair yeah. that is a low chair he's got stackies do you think, ass to do you think like Will Hayward and Mrs. Hayward are just like in their own rooms like, we have the weirdest stuff <laughs> It's like, I'm trying to sleep. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> so, the, Turn beast, it off! 
<laughs> How great would it have been if, if instead of having that bass and drums in the background, it's just Maddie going. <laughs> okay, so I think I think I think his I think his finger picking is really nice. I, I don't say finger picking right now. I really like the guitar part a lot. That is really pretty. I think his vocal performance do... is interesting. I'd like to hear his baritone a bit more because I, I think the falsetto, as Randy Jackson would say, you're a little pitchy. Yeah. I'll, I'll note that he doesn't do the like the hammer-ons. Is he still singing? Hold on. Oh yeah. He's a diddle you. He doesn't do it. Yeah. So it's not very authentic. I thought that Maddie gave strong harmony. I'm a guitar player myself. I actually taught guitar in high school. It was my first job. So Donna, <laughs> so Donna, I loved it. <laughs> Donna's easy money. Donna kind of gives up halfway through. Yeah. But Maddie, just halfway open the whole. Maddie time. really carries that harmony. Yeah. She kills it. She does. Yeah. And she looks um, so good. Also, yeah. after she sees this vision of Bob, <gasps> she is horrifying. Her reaction is terrifying. Yes, it is. She's incredible. She's a great actor. She is just becoming the new Sarah Palmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cooper <laughs> dreams That's several six. flashbacks, including the giant telling him the owls are not what they seem. Ronette dreaming of Bob. The image of an owl superimposed over Sarah's vision of Bob. Sarah going downstairs and Bob smiling. Bob smiling that. is freaky as hell. There's a lot of Sarah Palmer in this. Mm-hmm. And we just had Maddie have a Sarah Palmer moment. Moment. That house is haunted. Mm-hmm. Cooper awakes and answers the phone to Audrey saying, why aren't you here? This scene is heartbreaking. She tells him he looked handsome in his tuxedo and that she is He's in like, trouble. I don't have time for schoolgirl games yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. I, I, if if she said you look handsome in your tuxedo, can't he just put together like one eye jacks? Does he know that she's missing? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah they told him. Um, she so then so Blackie and Emery, I I don't think he's put that together yet. Blackie and Emery hang up her phone, and Blackie tells Audrey, Miss Horn, you don't know what trouble is, not by a long shot. Is that the end of the episode? So we're gonna go ahead on over to the red room. And we're going to talk about the supernatural forces in Twin Peaks. I hit the right button this time. Oh, I forgot to mention this episode's directed by David Lynch. It takes place on March 4th. Timeline. Fourth Saturday, March fourth. Um, pretty. So let's let's talk let's talk supernatural stuff. So first of all, I think the first thing we should talk about is the corn. little boy, the corn, and the corn, and Mrs. Tremont. Hmm. That was weird. Kenna, what's your take on this? Magic is scary. That's yeah. all that I have to say. Don't if you're a magician, stay. The f away from me. Kenna That's is scary. pro witch trials. Yeah, I am yeah, she's scared. Like, we were saying this when we were watching <laughs> this. That if she had lived in the, the 1810s, that as soon as someone made a quarter disappear, she'd have lit their asses yeah. on fire. <laughs> I'm just kidding though. 
Actually, magic I'm is... I'm just kidding. Magic is sexy. Magic is really cool. Especially <laughs> when they have a ponytail and a fedora. And they almost but always Am I right, do. ma'am? Do you think... Do you think... <laughs> <I'm a> lady. <laughs> do you think that little boy is related to Jacoby? Hmm. The golf balls? Uh, that little boy... I'm not going to say anything. Because you he's, can't say anything about a little boy. He's, yeah, um, we're trying. He's try- D. Lynch's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's David Lynch's son. I think it's Riley Lynch. I might be wrong. But, um. You're like, I actually haven't observed all of his children, so I don't know which one that is. There's a picture of all of them in, in Actually, book, but... okay. And never mind. Sorry, that's I was cool. just thinking about Phoebe Bridgers for a minute. Fetch. Because she's, <gasps> because she's, she's a witch. And there's like, I don't know, I was listening to this podcast. Does she practice witchcraft? The, yeah. I've been listening to this witchcraft, witchcraft podcast podcast actually and she goes on it and they talk about like modern witchcraft oh, is that it's actually really corn cool. disappear and reappear again see that's creepy that? okay because that kind of i was biking and i was listening to it no 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 not she... listening to it the oh. time to like <laughs> i was like i, hey, I mean mom, i just have time mom, mom, to mom, listen I can't, to a like, no 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 tonight i'm practicing me. my witchcraft i got witch stuff i'm sorry uh that explains it because she seems some like someone who is using dark magic to stay alive forever who are you talking about? Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe, yeah. She has stayed no. beautiful forever, and she will stay How beautiful forever. And I'm convinced. I don't know. It's not that she's like aged. She hasn't only been famous for a couple oh, years. Say. But I'm just saying that she's so beautiful that I think that it's probably some kind of spell. She's, she's a like witch. Kind of pale and stuff. She's yeah, a she's witch. She's definitely like, she's got some kind of enchantment that has kept her no, alive in the for podcast, like a thousand years. In the podcast, she's like, so when did you become a witch? Like, when did you know that you were a witch? She's and she just goes off casually. Sister. She's like, I knew I was a witch because at night, because at night I would just, I would sit there. And I would look at an object for a very long time and just imagine that, obviously, like, I, c- I can't move it, but, like, just imagine that I moved it. And it was like I moved it. So was she LARPing? She can't do anything. Okay. She LARP, just said that. When you say the word LARP, instantly <laughs> not sexy. So let's not say that word. <laughs> well, when she says... And it went from BB when to she LARP. Says, Nothing that she does when is they not say, sexy, how did so you I know, can't be LARPing. When they, okay, let me just liken this. So they say, when did you know you're a, you're a witch? And she says, well, I thought about well, maybe being a witch and I can't do it. <laughs> There's so, other stuff that she says. There's other stuff. You need to listen to it. So she so, actually does a so lot Brad, of other stuff. Brad, when did you know you were a furry? I looked at myself in the no, mirror thanks, and I said, "No thanks, I'm stuck. What would I look like with tiger ears? Being and then I was a little bit different because uh, you can actually do. That. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, can, hard. you can get the surgery. I know some idiot losers who are really good at being a furry. Anyway, Phoebe Bridgers and the little boy aside. Um. That I just like, like a really interesting. I feel like I would have loved to have a little boy. I feel like the little boy. <laughs> Harold and Maude situation. I feel like the little boy and Mrs. Tremont are very important. Mm. I feel that way too. Whoa! No oh, one did whoa. that. Whoa! No one did that. I, we were no, talking about witchcraft. My, that was my elbow. <laughs> so no one did that. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking about witchcraft. <laughs> it's like it'd be weird if it happened again. That's what I'm just. Ah, oh, body, so uh, <laughs> then uh, you sound like the person in the back of like a world star video. <laughs> okay, well, ah, cream, ah, corn. Yaddy, yaddy. cream corn. Yeah. The log lady mentions cream corn. She says, is what it a symbol? Is what does cream corn, corn figure into the workings of the universe? What really is cream corn? Is it a symbol for something else? That is something that we'll get into later. Um, maybe, corn maybe not. We'll talk. We'll, yeah. We, we, I don't think we can divulge anything right now. Mm, no, no. So we got that stuff. We got, um, Wait. what? We got Andy's sperm. That's pretty supernatural. I <sighs> thought about something. That I think you probably already thought about. I don't know if it. I don't know, but can you say it around? No. Oh, okay. What? Anyways. Yeah, we'll talk Wait. later. <laughs> this ties into other stuff. I I'm feel like that. I might know what theory you're putting together right now, and I might be I on the same the boat as you. I know the name of this lady is important. 
Yes. Obviously. But I also thought about another person that we love who, when he moved, there was some goop left behind. Oh, don't you worry. Don't you <laughs> I'm not worry. not say anything else. So, That's um, insane. Uh, should we, oh, so um, Supernatural, Bob, no one has seen Bob except for apparently Ronette because Land the Landers. giant was like, <clears throat> yes, but the giant was like, three have seen him, yes, but one with his body. And when um, they put the picture in front of Ronette, she started freaking out. And then Leland's like, I recognize that man too. So was the giant lying? That was lying? really terrifying. So somehow that could be a way that Bob knows Laura is if Leland knew him when he was a kid. I don't know. That would be know. disturbing because Leland is Laura's dad. If you knew the guy who like, anyway, especially if he was a little kid, that's creepy. Anyway. Know. So, um, uh, also the dream at the end, dream at the end, the transmission from everything with major breaks. Yeah, that's right. Aliens. Yeah. Aliens, right? Are we thinking aliens? I'm looking at you, Ken. Are you yeah. thinking aliens? Yep. I'm thinking aliens. I'm thinking aliens. I'm not thinking aliens. <laughs> I'm thinking some weird psycho... Space garbage. Whatever forces or whatever. That's so crazy. crazy. This whole thing is insane. Wait, 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 wait. The log lady in the intro. Stars, think? moons, and planets remind us of protons, neutrons, and electrons. Is there a bigger being walking with all the stars within? Does our thinking affect what goes on outside us and what goes on inside us? I think it does. Uh, what? Stuff. I also think, like, <coughs> here's the thing. There's a part, one of my favorite movies. It's called Paddleton. It's not the bear movie. It's a movie called Paddleton. It's about That's a guy a whose friend gets movie. cancer. It's on Netflix. It's very good. You should watch it. But there's a part at the beginning where he's like, I saw a guy hover today. And he's like, huh? And he's like, like on like one of the, he was probably on like a skateboard. He's like, yeah. But there was like a window, so it just kind of looked like he was just hovering. He just kind of, he just kind of hovered, and he's like, "It's crazy." And he's like, "What?" He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, what, you know, like what, what if, what if you saw a guy hover, ruin your whole life?" Like, That's hilarious. Like, it wouldn't ruin my whole life. He's like, "Oh yeah, single moment, laws of physics, everything you know about the universe, completely destroyed from a man hovering. That doesn't affect you at all." And it's just really funny. That's hilarious. But I think like if I had a conversation with someone like the conversation that Cooper's having with Major Briggs that would ruin my life oh yeah I'd be like I I don't know I that I have no I that actually would ruin, ruin my life that'd make my life that I'd would, be like no, it would ruin it I would I live like, a dope life I saw these dumbass dreams I am so awesome <laughs> I am so aliens are talking about me I am me. so awesome if anything that I saw in a dream like happened in like a real thing or whatever something like oh that my I'd be gosh. like okay I'm never gonna not be able to think about this my life is over so yeah. I don't think that's aliens I think it's the universe I don't know I think it's the workings of the universe. The super Maddie is turning into universe. Sarah Palmer. Mm-hmm. She saw Bob crawl over. She did. Um, <clears throat> everything and come towards her, and she started freaking out. She also saw that body stand last week. Maddie is going crazy, and that that house is just haunted. The owl face on Bob is strange, and I don't know what that means. Well, yeah, that's because the owls. Are not it's spooky. Maybe an owl killed Laura. Maybe Bob is not what he seems. Maybe. There's so a lot to consider, Cooper's dreams were big. The giant saying the owls are not what they seem. Mm. Owls seem pretty important right now. And then Sarah's vision of the Bob, guy that made the movie who must have been like 
Owls seem really important. Did right they make now. Did they make a movie of Hoot? It's a movie called Hoot. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it's it about f- the book Hoot? Yeah, I say the 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 guy who wrote that's my chapstick, by the way. It's the <laughs> same guy who wrote Holes. I wasn't sucking um, on it or anything. <laughs> I think that, is that all we have for supernatural stuff? A lot of super. That whole episode's a bunch of supernatural yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, the log. Yeah. Told. Uh, Major Briggs to go to, go to send the message. Mm-hmm. Which was, I think, talking to Cooper. Yeah, send him Because he was like, I'm not supposed to talk to you about this, but the log told me to. Mm. And he has higher authority than the U.S. government. <laughs> so, His clearance passes mine by a very high level. Let's head on over if to... the log tells me to do it, I am compelled to do so. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, take a, let's take a quick gander. Let's take a quick Jimmy on over to the Jimmy. Double R Diner. Jimmy's see, mom. See, Jimmy's mom. I could see Joe Biden making policies <laughs> the same way. Like, it's not what I wanted to do, but the log. The log is <laughs> too. And it has higher clearance than I do. Than I do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so. Don't worry. I, don't worry. This, this, like, this, I voted this, for that man anyway. <laughs> don't worry. This transition's really long. Don't worry. So, we're going to turn the time over to that? Kenna for Kenna's cute Cooper corner. Oh, nothing really. There was only that cute thing with Audrey. Oh, with the smile. With the smile, which obviously isn't that cute because it's gross. Apparently, I think it's really cute. I think it's cute. But that was yeah. like the one cute thing that I was oh, like, I I'm gonna that. mention this. So oh, in this maybe the stool. I thought that was kind of. He's Agent Cooper, not Chris oh. Delia. I think I think it's fine. I know. See, I that's what it. I think too. But Brad is like flinching over you guys here. Are making excuses for some high schoolers and not other high schoolers. I think it's weird. It's also fiction. Body yaddy 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 This will never air. <laughs> this will this never will air. This will never air. On the internet. <laughs> this will never be uploaded. Uh, he was wearing silk pajamas, which I thought was funny. Those are adorable. He also, does that, and I. Him moving the chair move. down. No. Him moving the chair down, I thought was pretty cute. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's cute, but it's like. It was mostly just funny. Yeah. So I didn't so note that. But... Oh, him talking about the Tibetan to... method at the beginning was great, too. I thought so, that that was so awesome. Just, your yeah, this is just your koopy cute corner. Well, Kenna... Koopy poopy. How about Harrison's koopy poopy corner? Okay, Kenna <laughs> dropped the ball this week, and so I had to pick it up, and, and oh I, I just shattered Sorry, I was honestly, to be honest, like... thinking more about the women in the show. I was, because there was a lot of Audrey in that black dress. Questions happy, of the week. That is her spell, though. Question of the week. Why were they on the floor? Huh? Yeah. Why were they on the floor when they were singing? Did it's did weird. was the Hayward living the room? Cord wasn't long enough. Was the Hayward living room the best <laughs> venue for that performance? I think really not. They should have gone to the Roadhouse. And and why even in the first place were they just like? Guys, let's you know record us singing do? this song. I know we've been really busy baiting. <laughs> we've been really busy baiting psychologists into heart attacks, uh, heart attacks, and not going to school. But let's sing a little pretty song yeah. today on this Thursday afternoon. Actually, here's here's a legit question: Who do you think James was singing about in that song? I think he's singing about Laura. Because I think he was too. Just you and I together forever. Laura, everything he Dude, learned. Maddie Fur. He said that I needed to find it out yeah. at some point, and he's like. Yeah, I'm definitely not into her anymore. Maddie Ferguson is 100% Why is just the vertigo James effect. Is my question. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Well, yeah, that's, that's so her crazy. name. Madeline. Dude, James, James is the name, have a you seen beefcake vertigo? now. Hmm? Have you seen Vertigo? Yeah. You have? Great movie. Wait, are we talking about the one that... James Stewart? No, okay, that's not the one I was thinking of. What were you thinking of? I was thinking of I Just Barely Watched Memento. I don't oh. know. 
but anyways, that's not it at all. So that one's actually not called Vertigo. It's uh, called shut the f- <laughs> Anyway, it's just Vertigo. I don't know why I was He's thinking. 100% going for her. Although... Not like getting dizzy when you stand on things. Maybe that's why he's sitting on the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> so stupid. Someone should hit me in the face with something. I want. I wish we had... You know how that they had the like five minutes of Cooper and... Okay, actually, here's my question. They have five minutes or so, that, that's a little bit hyperbolic, of Cooper and Truman trying to drop their seats. Mm. Would you have exchanged... seats, which is Gross. a double entendre. <laughs> so, if, would you exchange the five minutes of Cooper and Truman ch- moving the seats up and down? Would you exchange that for the f- five minutes preceding them singing that song of setting up and up getting ready? No. James, that's you true. don't look comfortable sitting that Wait, way. No, I'll be fine. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. I would I would Poor give anything for that. Close, you know? Yeah. He's like, these jeans are actually too tight to sit down. So that I need probably to like, be I need to do it. He like moves it. He's doing a side saddle. Like he's on a horse. Like, or a hog. <laughs> or his hog, which we haven't he's seen that. We haven't to. seen that motorcycle for a while. We haven't seen James Hog. No. Okay. Favorite scene. We do have a guest today, Sarah. She will go first. Favorite scene of the episode. You cannot repeat. So we're going to have slim pickings by the time we get to me. My favorite scene is the just you and I scene. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good for all of the right It catches me off guard every time I watch it. And the first time I saw it, I laughed about it for weeks. Like, I would just randomly think of James singing in that falsetto and laugh. You literally think the show can't get any better. With Briggs telling Cooper, and the then that musical sing. number, like we didn't even deserve it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Kenna. Oh, I'm next. Yep. Okay. Um, I like the scene with um, Bobby's dad and Jimmy's um, mom. Jimmy's mom. And Bri- and uh, Cooper. And Cooper. Yeah. That's I like scene. that a lot because um, really scary. Yeah. It's scary, yeah, very unsettling in an unworldly way. Do you, so also, would you exchange the beginning of the Ronette scene for the last five minutes of that scene? Well, it was good seeing you, Major Briggs. The door's over here. Are you going to leave these papers with like, me or do you keep just them? just kind of walks them out. I don't know. I've never stolen Is this be- Is this bed comfortable? I've never stayed here before. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's okay. I like these. Where'd Where are you, you going? You know, your mother? Mrs. Bri- Mrs. Briggs has been trying to get something for my birthday. Where'd you get these pajamas? <laughs> I need you to get the <laughs> I was shot three times yesterday. Oh, I need some sleep. Yeah. I actually Can't have a different one. Wake me up with this it. weird shit. I have a girl who's supposed to be calling me that's missing in a couple minutes, and I need to be uh, here I have for high this. schooler that I need to talk to. Yeah. Okay, Brad, favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have a different one, but I just won't say it. Uh, definitely the man tied up. Uh, no. Don't. I... Get that one. I'm trying to think. I had it for a second, and then I lost it. So, wait, wait. Him? Let me just ask a question. So, Sarah, does your scene include Bob coming over the couch? No, just the singing. That's what oh, I, Frick. That's what I was just about to say. Well, Frick. I just was Wait, Kenna, do you want to No, take, you can't do that because I'm saying it's Bob climbing over the couch was really cool and it's yeah. iconic. Actually, you know what? I'll just go with the nightmare at the end. Yeah. Any shot of that freaking fan and those stairs freaks me out. Well, Bob going over the couch actually was my number one. Okay, fine. You can take it. My favorite scene out of Wait, what's been left. I actually, you know what? Oh my gosh, you can't do that. You were like, no, you can't change. And then you've changed three times. Andy saying that he thought being sterile was. Oh my gosh. Wait. This, this episode <laughs> is just, it's it's so just funny. Full. This has honestly been my favorite episode. So it's my favorite episode, <laughs> too. That's awesome. Do you guys know what it's called, by the way? No. Nope. The name of the episode? Creamed corn in my pocket. 
It's called. I got a bucket. I got a bucket of cream corn. It's called coma. Creamed. Well, because Ronette's coming out of maize, which is also corn. Audrey. Creamed old maize, Audrey. No, but Ronette's coming out of her coma. Cream corn. Okay, wait. So Brad, is that it? Huh? That's it. I'll do the nightmare. I am torn between Leland recognizing Bob. Yeah. Major Briggs talking to Cooper in his bedroom, which is now up for grabs, right? What? It's not. That's now up for grabs. Can I say is that up for grabs? Major Briggs talking to Cooper in his bedroom. Uh, I suppose. Well, no. Is that the scene that you wanted? Because my favorite, my favorite scene is him calling over. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and take the. I, my I'm my name is Audrey Horn and I get what I want. Ooh, incredible! Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so powerful. It's so great. Okay. And that's why I like that scene. What about the cream really corn fun. scene though? Oh, fetched! Yeah, that's I it. know because oh, yeah, that that's, one's so that, good. that's that was the this other one. Is, we have four people and we all are we like there's so choose it's all like of there's us. still good ones on the table. That's yeah. how good this this is this is peak. This is yeah. peak of Twin Peaks. These first, That's right. These first eleven <laughs> episodes of the show is the is the peak of the whole thing for me. <laughs> then, um, yeah, cream corn scene, which I completely forgot about. Yeah, I knew that there's something that was in great the back at the of my mind as well. Okay, who won the episode? We're gonna start with Kenna. Ooh, shoo! I'm gonna say Audrey because mm-hmm. I really like that scene. I know I didn't choose it as a scene, but I like that scene with her. She does really, really well. Yep, I love that. Sarah? Can I... Are there no repeats for this one as well? You can do repeats. You can do actor or character. Okay, I would say Audrey too because that... I'm Audrey Horn and I get what I want was just I like know, it's just spot on. So good. Um, If anyone could like transport me back to 1990... 1989, 1991, for, so I could marry Sherilyn Fenn. That'd be great. Um, oh, just calling that's kind of rude, because so is White Dale. They'll hurt my feelings. Ugh. Would you be okay with that? No. What if you have Kyle? I don't want Kyle. I want you. <gasps> okay, fine. Oh, my God. Well, I don't even know if Sherilyn, Sherilyn would like me. Okay, so let's probably just see. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. So, um, yeah. Brad, who won the episode for you? Uh, I can't remember his name. Frank. Silva? Yes. The yeah. Plays Bob. Yes. Oh, he killed it, yeah. yeah. He does Incredible. kill it. He doesn't do much. No. But much of what he does happens in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if Bob was, like, silly looking, if Bob, like, didn't wasn't convincing or, like, wasn't scary, this show would, would not work. <laughs> um, do you have something you want to say? No. I'm Way to go. Way to go. Buckaroo. Don't look at my underwear. Don't look at my underwear. I think for me, I think Frank Silva also on the episode. Bob didn't, but Frank. Uh, maybe Bob did. Bob was great in this episode. Don't take that. You know what's weird? You know something I just realized? We've only seen the man from another place once. Who? The man from another place. Yeah. The silly little short fellow? Yeah. Where's he at, though? I miss his dancing. He's in that red room. We ain't seen Laura Palmer in a long time. Yeah, Are we Are we going to see them soon? I, I'm not even sure. We'll see. Yeah. Well, guys, that was the episode this week. Coma. 
episode Go watch nine it. It's overall. Good. The second one of season two. We'll be back next week with episode three of season two, mm, which three? is called episode three of season two, or episode ten overall, which oh, is called the man oh, behind oh, glass. Okay. Um, and that one is directed by Leslie Linka Glatter. Yes. So it's gonna be pretty great. All right, guys. Thank you for being with us today. We'll catch you guys later. You wavy big titties, little white body, crazy curvy, wavy big titties, little white body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. I'm just kidding. Well, we're going to send you on our regular note. Bye bye. 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 Wait, should we do this? Should we cover this? In Snoqualmie. Yeah! That'll be a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. Just you.